0: Welcome to the Confidently Me with Cece podcast. I'm your host and hype queen Cece. My purpose is to empower you to discover your most authentic self and find confidence in every ounce of what makes you, you. Tune in on Tuesdays to experience reality unfiltered as we break down the crazy norms and expectations we've been conditioned to believe our entire lives. All while learning how to discover your true self and live a happier, more fulfilled life being confidently you. Let's do this fam. Hello, 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 everyone, and welcome to today's episode of the Confidently Me with Cece podcast. Uh, Guess what, fam? I am not in my usual recording spots today, uh, Connecticut or New York. I am actually coming at you live from Wyoming. (laughs) You're probably like, Wyoming, why is she there? Well, you are going to find out. Today's episode is all about solo time, solo travel, self-love, authenticity, really just getting deep into that. I am on a solo trip right now, and I'm so excited to actually have the opportunity to record an episode for you while I'm literally in the middle of my solo trip. I'm here for two weeks. I'm recording this a week into the trip, so really excited to be here Also, being that I am on a solo trip right now, and this episode is just coming from a different place, different vibe, different mindset – this episode's going to be a little bit different than my usual ones. You know, usually I start with my pod pit and pod peak of the week, and then I go into my main topic and we have a pro tip. We're still going to have a pro tip for today's episode, but instead of it being like really planned, today is going to be all about riffing. I'm riffing on that solo time. I'm riffing on my solo travel and just all about kind of my experiences in the past leading up to this point uh, and how I finally gone on this solo trip for the first time feeling really whole in myself and really having a a deep, profound sense of self-love and kind of how I got here. Because I've been doing solo trips. Now, this is my third solo trip I've done in a row. I started doing solo trips back in 2021. Uh, I'm going to get into all of it during this episode. But anywho, you are getting the full-fledged Cece in her authentic ass form here, fam. So uh, we're going to dive right in. First, I'm gonna talk a little bit about me being in Wyoming, what I'm doing out here, how I got out here, and then we'll we'll I thinking uh, we'll just we'll get into the rest of the episode just talking about all of my solo trips, how that's helped me develop a sense of self-love and authenticity. So Thank you for being on this journey with me. And also, I hope you are having an awesome day. And if your day's not so awesome yet, it's about to get a whole lot better, fam, because we are here together. The vibes are high, and I cannot wait to inspire you to take some solo time for yourself this week or next week. But you're going to plan it. That's what this whole episode is about, is by the end, if you are not a solo time person, you are going to plan your very first Solo time activity, doesn't have to be a full-fledged solo trip, but you're going to have a date night with yourself. I'm telling you, fam, it's going to be awesome. But anywho, so yes, I'm here in Wyoming. I'm out in Jackson Hole. So basically, Wyoming, big state, lots of plains. We have the Teton Mountains out here. Um, But Jackson Hole is just this awesome ski resort. I'm a big skier. If you've listened to previous episodes, you might already know that. I grew up racing on the East Coast for Stratton Mountain, and then I did some racing in high school. But, anywho, I'm super passionate about skiing. Nothing gets me more excited than coming out West and just, you know, shredding the gnar, getting that nice powder. We have like 500 inches of snow underfoot this year. So, it's just been a crazy powder, snowy season out West. And since i 'm a big skier, and since I love solo trips uh, back in August of last year, so august twenty twenty two I was thinking about my winter plans, when I might get out west and whatnot, and I was thinking like i don't want or need to rely on anyone or anything to absolutely guarantee that i'm going to experience some dope skiing this winter out west so what did I do <laughs> it started with me kind of curiously exploring Airbnbs out in Wyoming um, because I haven't been to Jackson Hole yet it's on the icon pass if you don't know what the icon pass is it's kind of this transferable pass that that you spend you know a thousand bucks and then you can ski at a bunch of different mountains all over the world actually um, so since Jackson's on the icon pass and I have the icon pass um, that kind of specified my search but I started looking at Airbnbs and then literally (laughs) within that hour, I booked the entire trip. I booked the Airbnb, I booked my rental car, I booked my flight. Um, and it's just, it's interesting because at that time I was like, Oh, I actually haven't planned out my solo trip for 2023 yet. Um, and actually at that time I also noticed that every single one of my solo trips was very spontaneously booked. I kind of like to leave room when booking my solo trips for the spontaneity to, to manifest. Um, so this one is really extra special because I'm here for two full weeks and it's my first time doing a solo trip in an Airbnb versus a hotel. Uh, and so what's nice about that, since I'm here for two weeks, since I'm in an Airbnb, it's like I really get to kind of uh, embrace the local culture and and experience what it's like to live here by myself. Well, actually... Molly, my dog, is here with me too. I brought her out, which makes the trip all the more better. Um, So yeah, I'm here in this Airbnb. It's like this adorable loft. There's like a little lofted bed up top, and then it looks over this living room and dining room and kitchen, and it's awesome. It's about 10 minutes away from the mountain. It's another 10 minutes away from just the Jackson Village. Um, This whole Jackson Hole area, it's it's all spread out, but it's really awesome. A lot of super humble people, even though, you know, skiing and snowboarding just, mountain life is definitely a very kind of privileged lifestyle, I would say. But what's nice about Jackson is that it's just, it's really humble out here. Like it's just a lot of really talented skiers, talented snowboarders, people who just love being in the mountains, but um, you know, are willing to kind of pay a premium to be here versus some more sceney, I would say, ski areas like Aspen or Park City. So uh, it's really just been nice embracing the humble culture here. Plus, everybody loves wearing beanies. And beanies are honestly, I think, my number one favorite accessory. Well, I guess favorite winter accessory Um For winter, summer, I would say sunglasses are probably my favorite summer accessory. And then just my universal favorite accessory, I guess, maybe is a baseball cap. But anyway, I have like seven beanies with me. Sometimes I've been wearing two different beanies throughout the day. It's just a vibe. But anyway, this trip has just been super special and awesome so far. I worked from home in the Airbnb last week. And then this week, I've just been really shredding it up. We had a sick powder day on Friday. Oh my gosh. It snowed like a foot and it was just kind of this like thick, wet, intense, muddy powder. And it was just such a great way to like turn on my quads and just, you know, get really hyped about skiing. And then Saturday I had one of the best ski days of my life. I actually, I wanted to kind of meet some people. So I signed up for one of these expert groups uh, that we could just kind of bomb the entire mountain. And it was with an instructor so we could see our different way around and I can go kind of um, out of bounds and feel safe because I was with an instructor and whatnot. That was just so fun. And it ended up being this lady squad just by chance. And we called ourselves like the Gorgeous Girls Club. And it was just – it was great vibes, great meeting people. But it was just – it's just been a really, really, really great time so far. I, uh, I'm, I'm just really grateful and happy to be here. So to get into the meat of the bones of this episode, I really want to talk about solo time, solo travel, authenticity, and self love. I'm going to talk about what I've learned from my solo trip so far. We're going to take a little trip down memory lane and talk about all of the different solo trips and where I've kind of been at in my life when I've gone on those solo trips. And then we're going to talk about just Solo time as a catalyst for really developing a sense of self-love for yourself. Because, you know, instead of going on a trip, for example, you know, with a new significant other, you are going on a trip with yourself. And it's really about setting the intention of going on that trip with yourself as if you're going with like a a new significant other or one of your girlfriends or or friend group or, or whatever kind of trip it is. But kind of fostering that sense of fun with yourself. Because guess what? It is possible. And the only reason I know that is because I'm doing it right now. So we're going to get into all of the things. It's going to be awesome. But what I want to start with is what I've really learned from my solo trip so far is that one builds a solo muscle in phases. And all of my solo trips are representative of this. Now that I've really done three, I definitely have some more meat on the bones to reflect upon these trips where like last year when I only went on my second one, all I had was to compare it to my first one. But now that I've had three distinct solo trips, I really really can align who I am to each of those times in my life that I went on the solo trips. So Today is really all about reflecting on those solo trips and then noticing how the relationship I have with myself has evolved since my first one and that there is without a doubt a massive correlation between my own personal evolution and own personal growth and building relationship with myself and going on these solo trips. So each solo trip of mine has really represented a new phase of my soloism and relationship with myself. And what I mean by that, like, so my first solo trip, it was 2021. It was May. So we had just gone through kind of a full year of the pandemic, but it was like still peak pandemic mode. Um, and my first solo trip, I, I went down to St. Martin. It was for five days. And honestly, I was really just proud of myself for getting through it. I'll talk a little bit more um, in a second about like where I was at in my life then. But first solo trip, really just proud of myself for getting through it. Then last year, I was really just craving some solo time with myself um, because I felt Felt that I needed that space from just everything in my life in order to to keep moving forward, to keep evolving. And honestly, it it wasn't the most comfortable trip, but it was a great learning, and I'm so glad I did it. But then this year, I'm like, whoo, I am a solo queen and I absolutely love it. This year is the first time I really feel like I truly love myself and I really, really feel whole going on one of these things. Like I'm honestly having the time of my life. I'm feeling like my best self and I'm not craving people or connection as much as I have in my previous solo trips. And it's just been so cool, fam. And I really, really want to inspire you to take that first solo plunge. There's just something so beautiful about doing things by yourself. And to me, It's really what has given me the necessary space in order to really learn and develop into who I am authentically. And this is when I'm, you know, I'm swiping right on solo time. I am subscribing. I am opting into being alone with myself in the world, especially in a new place. Like that's where you really learn about yourself. It's way different for me when I'm alone with myself in my studio apartment in New York City for a whole weekend versus being solo 3,000 miles across the country with nothing but a rental car and Google Maps, you know? So this episode though is really, really for people who are looking to feel like the very best version of yourself and learn how to actually understand who you authentically are at your core. This episode is for people who want to feel super confident in their own skin without feeling like they have to change a thing about themselves. The only thing you're really changing is your perception fam. And it's minimizing that kind of judgmental trained voice in your head really the solo time helps you build that muscle to minimize the judgmental trained voice in your head. And then switching on that curious mindset, becoming more open to learning about yourself and just letting loose, putting your guard down, living in a more open-hearted state. That's really what the solo time and solo, solo travel is all about. And when doing my solo trips, I really like to approach it as if, okay, I always set my intention before going into my solo trips. I'm like, if I can have my dream vibes, my dream energy, and you know by now, I am a big energy girl. I have a lot of energy to bring. If I can have my dream vibes, dream energy, dream itinerary, like my whole ideal vacation situation, that's what I do. And because I also know that there'll be a time in my life eventually where I really can't be so focused on myself, I think I'll always prioritize like my solo time in my life, but inherently, you know, one day I'll be in a relationship. One day I'll have a family and kids and there'll be other people that are depending on me like for their own life. So I'm really trying to seize the moment right now as a single gal with no really big commitments to build this relation to myself and prioritize my solo time. You know, I'm literally reaming this out to the last possible drop of me, myself, and I time as really this biggest very biggest gift I can give myself. And, you know, even with this trip to Jackson, I set an intention when leaving for the trip that I actually wanted to attract engaging with interactive experiences and people and that I was really open to it. Where previously on trips, I was definitely more closed and I really intended it for it to be that way, you know, I'll go into a coffee shop and then strike up like an incredible conversation with somebody that I've never met before out here in Jackson. Where before I didn't really feel as comfortable doing that. And to be completely honest, is is I also just in this building a relationship with myself. I'm also starting to like notice all of the cute or funny things about me that I never really noticed before. For example. I love to eat. Um, I feel like a lot of people love to eat. And what my solo trips teach me is that I actually love this about myself, where when I'm not on a solo trip, like... That would usually give me anxiety how much I eat or how much money I'm spending. But when I'm on a solo trip, it allows me to completely detach from all of the things in my head that usually hold me back in everyday life. And it just helps me kind of like observe all of these like awesome lighthearted things about myself. Like I love being frivolous on solo trips. I love eating a lot. And I really take pride in my exploration of eating on my solo trips, Uh, you know, really intentionally removing all the body image stuff from my head because of the love I have for myself and the love I have for myself loving eating so much. Like, I just think it's so cute how I'll have like two pastries and then I'll be like, "Mm, I think I need to go to another bakery and try another cookie. And (laughs) I'll just go and do that completely not thinking about any like implications that it might have on my body or my self-image. Cause guess what? When I get home, I can deal with all of that. But while I'm here, I am present. I am here all of my guards are down and I'm I'm not going on vacation with myself and like dieting. You know what I mean? I'm leading with an open-hearted state and I'm embarking on all these different kinds of adventures with curiosity and excitement. And, you know, also when it just comes to like doing what I want, that's one of my favorite things about solo trips. I'm just – completely detached from anyone else or anything and just completely prioritizing what I want in my own decisions. It's incredible because every choice, every action is something that I wholeheartedly want to do and you know, I don't disagree with myself ever. So it's super refreshing where, you know, you can have like your most favorite person in the world, or you could be in a relationship and there, you know, could be a bit of a disagreement there, but that person is still like your favorite person in the world at the end of the day. But when you're on a solo trip, there's no one else's energy. There's no one else's vibes or wants or desires or opinions or perceptions you're dealing with other than your own or their energy. And that is just so freaking awesome. So to take a little trip down memory lane it's really taken time for me to build the soloism muscle and kind of the evolution of doing so really is shown through my different solo trips so back in 2021 i was talking about it was like still peak pandemic we were a year in uh just to paint a picture of where i was in my life then i had um I had just quit my first big corporate job and I was in between moving to a new job. So I just landed a new job. I was still living with roommates at that time. I had not lived in a studio apartment yet. I was 25. Uh, Definitely a new territory for me being alone. And I really just wanted to go sit on a beach somewhere after I had just quit this major three-year job. Um, And I didn't want to have to like beg or rely on anyone else in order to do so. So I was like, F it. I am going to go to St. Martin. I found an awesome, all-inclusive, so I felt safe. I didn't have to leave the resort. And that was really the first time I got to know myself and really curiously observe like how I show up in the world when I'm alone, because I hadn't really had the opportunity to be super alone until that point. I lived with roommates, and then when I would go back to Connecticut to hang out with my family, my family was always around. My brother wasn't at college yet, so you know, people were always just around. It was like a big work from home time. Um, so yeah, I really led with curiosity on that trip and I was just really proud of myself for getting through the five days and it was a lot of fun. It changed my mindset around a lot of different things. I can do a full episode just on my St. Martin trip alone, um, It was really an awesome experience, but I was ready to go home after the five days. Uh, So then last year, 2022, I went to San Diego. I thought it would be really fun to explore a new city. It's like super warm there and sunny, not too expensive. I also was at a point in my life where I was just feeling really stuck at the time. I had a toxic boss. Also, my friendships weren't super aligned, and I just felt I kind of needed to get away from everything and just take some space. So literally like two weeks before I left for the trip, I booked it. Um, and I, I went out there, I stayed in a hotel, I had a rental car, I did all the things and I saw all the places and it was good, but honestly, it it's probably been my least favorite trip so far, but it still was a really great opportunity to get to know myself, take some space from my life. Molly also came with me on that trip. And, um, I would say though, I felt more lonely there than, you know, solitude and having pride in the fact that I was solo. Uh, Like I remember I first got there. It's like always that feeling on my solo trips when I get into my rental car and I'm like, I've made it. I'm here. And I'm like, woo! And you get really excited. Um, We're here. I was just like, I was ready to just kind of dive in. But last year in San Diego, I I felt a little kind of like lost in the sauce. Um, but then this year in Jackson, 2023, I told you about kind of how I booked it, how I got here. This has definitely been the the most special. Um, I said, I was in the first time I was in an Airbnb instead of a hotel. Molly's here. It's a ski vibe, which I'm super passionate about. And I'm more set up for kind of living here than vacationing. And I really want to talk to you now about this wholeness I'm feeling now. So, I was listening to an Oprah video a few days ago, and she was interviewing someone who defined wholeness and self-love as, you know, we think of filling up our cups. And a lot of people will, you know, they won't have a full cup themselves before they start kind of giving themselves to other people. But what they were saying is, we must fill up our cups completely before we can give any of it to other people. Only, and only once there is overflow is when we can really give ourselves to other people and help kind of make room, give permission to, to make space to help meet other people's needs, other people's priorities. But we really must meet our own first, and then that's when we can start giving to other people. And really that's self-love. And what these trips do for me is they help me incrementally fill up my cup so that eventually I can give myself permission to prioritize my own needs, prioritize my own energy, prioritize my own emotions before giving myself to others. So that's kind of a recap down memory lane, really how I'm getting to this place of self-love. Now, why do I love solo travel? Talked about how I love making my own decisions. I get to make all my own decisions, all of my choices, all of my actions. I don't disagree with myself. Also, talked about how I don't have to deal with anyone else's energy. I am never at risk of anyone else's energy, even when it's people I love. Like, if they get in a bad mood and I'm ready to like seize the day, I don't have to deal with their Debbie Downerism. You know what I mean? Even coming out here, so this is a good thing. Oh, This is a good bit. But um, coming out here, my flight was canceled. Like I was supposed to fly out on a Sunday. We were at the gate. We were supposed to board. Then we weren't supposed to board. There was a mechanical issue with the plane. Then they thought they could fix it. They moved us to another gate. Anywho, it ended up that our flight was canceled. And I had to deal with that. I had all my luggage. I had my dog. It was just, it was a whole thing. But even just me dealing it dealing with it myself felt so much more calm than, a, than if I was with other people and I had to deal with, you know, their own reaction to the sitch. Um, so anyway, I ended up making out here the next day and it was all fine, but it was just so nice to kind of like deal with a quote unquote crisis, um, just being on my own. Also, like I'm on CC time and I can be as selfish as I want on my solo travel. And I've really, really learned to love CC time over the years. And it's definitely built a muscle that I had to build. And the only way I can build this muscle is with practice. So what I mean about CC time, it's like I get to leave for the mountain when I want. I get to pursue parking spaces where I pursue parking spaces. I get to take a break from skiing when I want. Again, it's just all about making my own decisions and doing what I want to do. And just even allowing myself to have that space, to have that freedom – that's what's really allowed me to get to know myself. Like curiously discovering like, oh, what does Cece want to do right now? And then just kind of intuitively exploring what feels right, like whether it's what I eat for dinner or how long I'm going to ski that day. That's what's really helped me build this relationship with myself. And then after every solo trip, I do a lot of reflecting to think, oh yeah, like I really liked that. I didn't really like this. And just allowing more opportunities for me to get to know myself. And now just to kind of touch upon why solo travel has really helped me become the authentic me, I've really learned who I am authentically and am finally at the point where I notice I am the same when I'm alone or when I'm with other people. And that is true authenticity to me. And really it's only benefited me in my life because I've learned about the authentic me through all of these solo experiences. You know, there's the version of me when I'm by myself and the version of me in the world. And they used to be really different. I would say like when I first started out on my solo trips back in 2021, um, I was definitely a completely different person when I was by myself versus when i was with people in the outside world but now these versions of myself are the exact same person like the things i find funny the reactions that i have when i am by myself are the exact same as when i'm with other people does that make sense like there's just so much alignment with me as myself and me out in the world and that's just been so awesome because i just that's what helps me feel whole there's not parts of me that are missing or there's no version of myself that i'm trying to be in the outside world because of all the norms, because of all the things I've been conditioned to me. I'm taking command over my life. I'm taking ownership over my life. And I have pride in just the instincts that make me, me. Like even like when I look in the mirror, I'm like, oh, I look so cute in a beanie. Or even today, just to record this podcast episode, I put some makeup on and I'm like, wow, like you go off queen. And I love that about me. And Like I love my little random jammy sets from Walmart and I think it's cute how, you know, I I take a shower and then I look all clean and I brush my hair and I have my like kind of slick back ponytail and I put my jammies on with my cutie socks and I'm just like, oh, I love, I love me, you know, but it's not in like a cocky way. It's just like me making these open-hearted observations of myself of really just loving the person that I am. And I'm not getting in different cozies or wearing different jammies because of what other people might think. I'm doing it because those jammies are what make me feel really good and cute and awesome about myself. Um, and even like when I ski, I love listening to music and the playlist that I listen to is this like OG high school playlist. And, some of the songs that come on, like Get Low or Hannah Montana, Best of Both Worlds. Honestly, there's like some middle school stuff in there too. I just think it's like so cute how I'll naturally just start like kind of dancing on the slopes and just even observing those things about myself because I have that space because I'm not worrying about other people. Like, that's just so fun to me. Like I do all these things that I do when I observe myself and I just, I observe with so much love at who I am at all of my greatest and largest moments. And you know, even my my smaller ones. So to kind of wrap up here, I want to talk about how to start to love yourself through solo time. I really see, you know, self-love as giving ourselves permission to focus on our own needs. And pausing for a second, giving ourselves permission, like literally allowing ourselves because we've been so trained to not prioritize our own stuff before prioritizing other people. So I really, really see self-love as giving ourselves permission, giving ourselves that freedom to focus on our own needs, focus on our own energy, time, on our own emotions before focusing on everyone else's. It's filling up your cup before that overflow, which is when you actually have the space to give to other people because then that's when you're whole. It's not that you don't have the space to focus on other people though when you are focusing on yourself. It's just you really got to give yourself permission to focus on yourself first. It's just you come first. You are your own priority so that you can be the best, most whole version of yourself when you then focus on others. And they'll appreciate that too. And that's what's really fair to those people. You know, you like you deserve the whole you. And then other people deserve the whole you. You know what I mean? And the solo trips really forced me to do that because it's forced permission that I give myself to really focus on me and my own needs. It's that cup filling catalyst. It's like for anyone who's feeling stuck or they're kind of like, craving more space or freedom just to be themselves, I really, really recommend solo time because that's what gives you the space to explore. Nobody else is involved. No one else's energy. Nobody else's points of view or judgments or their own conditioning like when you're alone you are free from other people's conditioning and that being put on you and that's just so amazing like you got to prioritize the solo time with yourself and really just focus on being curious about who you are and what you like what you love and that's really what what feels good so spending time alone is really that first step to self love and the way that I do it especially on my solo trips or even if I'm spending like a saturday night alone or just you know random periods alone, especially when I'm in the city and I'm in my studio, I spend a lot of time alone. Um, But whenever I'm alone, I really, really focus on my intuition and what I want in each and every moment. Like if I want my phone... I scroll. And then if I don't want it anymore or I'm like, oh, this is boring scrolling, then I stop. I don't set any rules whenever I'm alone because I like to just kind of live freely and I like my intuition and what feels good at every time to just kind of come into my life. And then that's how I've noticed I become the happiest is when I just allow myself the freedom. And that's really what the solo time helps me do. Also, like I eat what I want. I watch what I want. Like, it's really just my full time to do stuff and indulge in the stuff that I truly love and feels good to me. Good in the way that I love. So not even like good, like, oh, this is healthy. This isn't healthy. Like good because it's an endorphin rush in my head. It's a dopamine rush because I literally love cookies so much. So I'm going to get like a third cookie because I'm like, fuck it. You know what I mean? I just want to be happy. And this feels good in my life right now. Um, You know, Like whether it's my favorite dessert or even a post-ski salt bath, I only do what I want to do while I'm on my solo trips. And I just want to touch quickly upon the difference between solitude, which is really the space that I've been living in, and loneliness, which is really kind of the space I was living in last year on my solo trip to San Diego. Solitude is really like securely spending time with yourself, where loneliness is kind of insecurely spending time with yourself. Solo trips are really about channeling solitude, like the energy of having pride in being alone and curiosity of being alone and really leaning into it versus that kind of loneliness where I'm like, oh, I'm alone. This would be so much better if I'm with other people. Why would it be better if you're with other people? You're with you and your own beautiful energy. And if you can't master that, then you shouldn't be on a trip with other people. You gotta master that solo time first and then you can start inviting other energies because that's when you're gonna have the most fun, even with the other energies because you're prioritizing yourself. So really think about solitude as like remoteness. It's a state of being alone without being lonely, that secureness, being with yourself, where lonely is more of like that depressing feeling of being alone and being unhappy because you're alone. So, you know, loneliness is when being alone is like a negative thing. Um, And so really just think about solo time as just that gift you can give yourself and just room and space to, to really explore how you can authentically be yourself. So diving into today's pro tip. So this is your call to action for this week. Do me a favor, fam, please do this for me. And trust me, you're not going to regret this. Plan a solo date with yourself this week Or next week, just whenever you have a free night to spare or even a free day or a free weekend day, plan a solo date with yourself. Even if it's just staying home and cooking with yourself, you know, set the whole vibe, put music on, go to the store and pick up groceries with yourself, like curate your whole experience based around what you like, like as if you're going to be going on a date with someone, but the person you're going on a date with is yourself. Just block out one night or one day to yourself and you know, at first it might feel weird because it, it might not be as fun doing it on, on your own, but lean into it as if you're with your best friend or as if you're with your significant other. And really it feels even better because everything actually aligns with what you like. I don't know. Maybe you like negotiating with someone around what you're going to make for dinner, but this time you get to make what you want for dinner. And if it feels uncomfortable, like lean into that feeling, fam. The more uncomfortable you feel, the more you dig deeper. And if you are feeling so uncomfortable to the point where you're like, uh, like "Uh, emergency lever switch, then have a little plan in place for yourself just in case you need to phone a friend or phone a family member. um, Like if you literally cannot handle the aloneness. But I challenge you, really try to lean into the solo time and just see if there's anything new you learn about yourself. It's such a fun... Very low risk, very low risk because like, you know, time just goes by and then you get back to your regular life as soon as you're done with your solo time. But it's really just a fun little opportunity to discover new things about you that you'll actually end up loving about yourself. And it's the first time you're really just making that space to allow yourself to discover the authentic you. And that's such a beautiful thing. And who knows, maybe you'll even feel so inspired by that solo time that you're ready to book a first solo trip, or you're going to start implementing solo time as part of your regular routine, your regular weekly routine, or your regular day-to-day life, so to speak. And it's just the biggest gift you can give yourself to really feeling whole, grounded, authentic, and most importantly, loving you for you so we can go into the world and be our confident ass selves and not have any doubt or anything that's going to bring us down because we know who we are. Okay, fam, I am sending so much love your way. I'm going to go crush some ski slopes now. Um, But I'm so proud of you for this journey. And I got to say, you will not regret the solo time. And the sooner that we can implement that into our lives, the happier, more fulfilled, more confident we'll feel. And just you feel invincible. And that's it at the end of the day. So until next time, fam, CC over and out. Thank you for tuning in to the Confidently Me with Cece podcast. Your journey doesn't end here. Check me out on the gram at Caroline Cannon and on TikTok at Confidently Cece. Feeling empowered already? Let me know your thoughts by leaving a review, five-star rating, and subscribing to the show. Here's to you and your journey. This stuff isn't always easy, but it's a long-term investment in building a relationship with yourself. You know, the person you're stuck with your entire life. (laughs) Tune in on Tuesdays for more great vibes, high energy, and especially confidence boosting. Cece, over and out.